Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, baby. So I, we were Reb and I were arguing. I was like, "Well, if you want to open it up this week, you open it up. I always open it up." Yeah, of course, that turned yeah. turned out how we'd expected it to. Natural love, natural love. <laughs> World's worst Hallmark movie. Uh, <laughs> Doc said, "I can't be a bottom." Boy, the Hallmark season's coming up, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's depressing. Which I guess it's always the Hallmarks. Uh, Hallmark season. But it seems like the Christmas ones are the worst, right? Well, they're the corniest. Like your old lady's watched Hallmark movies before, hasn't she? Um, you've had to see some of she's them? not really into that. It's uh, she's more into that trash reality TV, which I'm not sure is better or worse. Oh no, that's definitely worse. Hallmark movies aren't trash; they're just all so predictable, very corny. Oh, super corny and so heavily predictable. Kind of like soap operas. I mean, it's always the big city guy that she's engaged to you know and or she, versa visa no that's pretty much always how it works then she has to run back home for the holidays sees the old high school sweetheart. oh yeah no yeah okay no i know what you're talking about yeah just a good old you know he probably works down at the hardware store and volunteers didn't expect his- to see you around this holiday season yeah what are you doing back from the big city yeah, and then... Getting ready to drain you like a vampire? They, he forgot that they had more in common than they thought, so... They each picked up a few new moves. Yeah, and then they go to the local watering hole. They each have a couple drinks. They wake up next to each other. And it's like, I shouldn't have done that. I'm engaged. And she finds out she's not in love with the big city guy, and then she comes back to the small town, bakes pies and shit. You missed a few things. You need to watch some, but, I mean, pretty close, but they don't... Hallmark, they usually don't sleep together right away. Well, I'm talking about more like rom-coms. They really build it. I'm talking about Hallmark movies. They have one mold, right? I mean, aren't kind of the rom-coms usually the same premise? Any Anything that's well, got, uh, oh, what's Goldie Hawn's daughter in it? Goldie Hawn's daughter. The real attractive one. She was in, uh, like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And, oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember her name, but yeah. It's Goldie Hawn's daughter. She's she's, she's played in the same movie like seven or eight times. It always seems like. Yeah. Right? Or Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. That's basically what we described. Or so. Almost Famous. Is that her? Almost Famous. Yeah, or she's like a reporter. Went on the road. Maybe she go to back to... No, that to, was a dude. She go back to a small town and... She was in that, I think. 
I could be way wrong. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I, it seems like we, I mean, we described like 11 movies I've seen. Hallmarks all fit the same mold. They change the names. They'll change the town. But that's it. There's going to be snow, Christmas lights, hot mm-hmm. chocolates. Of course. Walking with your friends, strictly platonic, and all of a sudden something builds. The guy she's engaged to, the big city guy who didn't come back with her, he's there's always being a, so rude. There's always a friendly black guy that owns a shop like a couple blocks over that she's been really close with her entire life. That's a different kind of movie. <laughs> no, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Always. She's like, hey, Ernest. He's like, oh, hello, Emily. What are you doing back in town? That was not a good impression. I understand what how that I know how, I know how that looked or how that sounded, but you know what I mean. And then she's like, "What?" And then she always goes to him for advice later on in the movie. What? Why? Why are we talking about this anyway? You talking about black chocolate, <laughs> Nella Wafer? <laughs> talking about that, that movie? That, yeah, that movie, Hot Chocolate. Hot chocolate, Nella Wafer. Yes. <laughs> Hot chocolate and the, and, the, and the little marshmallow and the Nella Wafer. Yeah, yeah, that movie. No, you're talking about? No, I was just talking about Hallmark movies. Okay, I guess I haven't watched it. You're talking about porn. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't matter if she's engaged or not in porn. They're always <laughs> in an open relationship. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> I understand. So you like Hallmark movies? No. No, they're ridiculous. I, I make w- fun of them. Oh, I thought you were just like trying to... No, I said them. it's that season coming up where every once in a while the old lady, she doesn't watch much anymore because I made fun of them too much, but she'll watch one. You, you feel know, good about that? Well, I mean, I don't make fun of her. I make fun of the movies because they're pretty, they're just so predictable. Like she, in, within five minutes, I can tell her exactly how the whole movie's going to go because it's the exact same as the 20 they made before. Literally. But, and a lot of the times on the Hallmark Channel, they probably use the same actors, don't they? They just recycle them. I feel like they have this, that one old school writer. Probably. For all their movies. Yep. Just old Bart. <laughs> he doesn't change his ways. They're like, we got to have five movies, new Hallmark movies this season. Well, how good could Not it, a problem? How good could <laughs> pulls out an old script, <laughs> scratches out some names, writes new names on it, changes the town, and goes, "Here you go." Well, financially, how good can Hallmark be doing? Right? I mean, are that many people still buying cards? You I think? think their ornaments still sell pretty good, but that was kind of tied to the malls too, wasn't it? Right. Which yeah. malls are in the tank? Oh yeah, they're. Dead zones. Yeah. We're going to have to shut off these heaters before we get to going. Because if I start pouring bourbon in me, yeah. it's going to get hot. Yeah, I can feel my leg getting warm. You have it on full blast, dude. Well, when I walked in, uh, it was pretty chilly in here. I don't know, probably 40. And I'm like, wow, Logan's going to have an absolute fit. Because one, he's part baby. Two, his cold tolerance is abysmal. Three, he dislikes the bitch, you know? So I thought to myself, maybe we should turn the heaters on. So I did. And then you bitched about that. Go figure. Sorry about that. He's back. Well, let's give these guys some music and we can discuss it all on the other side. What do you think? Yeah, a couple things real quick. Um... I want to say one, I'm going to apologize because I'm going to be doing some sniffling. I have been plugged up, I'm for, plugged about, up too. for about a week. Number two, it is Sunday afternoon, three o'clock. Reb and I are doing this. So we're going to be trying to keep up with football a little bit. 
by we, that's you. Don't you care? I'm a, Of course I care. I care I, probably more than you, but I'm going to dedicate myself to the show fully. Sometimes you just say shit. Like, you don't even know that, that that's true, that you care more about football than me, but you just... I probably do. How? I don't know. I'm good at fantasy football. I'm kicking ass, dude. My team would beat your team this year. Had one of our listeners reach out uh, before last week's fantasy games. He's like, hey, heard you're good at fantasy football. I'm like, well, I'm a champion. I had a guy ask if I'd set his lineup. It might be the same guy. And he goes, good. What would you do here? Colton? Yeah. Yeah. So I look at it and said, well, for sure, I would put Waddle in there, who he had on his bench, I'm like because of the matchup. Right. And then he asked a couple other questions. Um, you know, whatever, him hauled back forth, go with your gut type of thing. I think Waddle was like the third best receiver in the league, fantasy league last week. Mm-hmm. Like completely went off. And so I text him back. I'm like, did you put him in there? He's like, I can't remember. <laughs> like, I am never <laughs> going to give you advice again. I didn't even try because I was like, if I tell you something, it's going to be wrong and I'll fuck you all up. But uh, yeah. I basically gave him one hot pick. The guy went off. So if you took him off his bench and put him in, like I said, uh, he probably won last week. I just got to go for the hot picks. But he couldn't remember. Who doesn't remember who's in their fantasy lineup? I don't know. Obviously not someone that's serious about fantasy. Fucking Colton, man. What a liability. Threw his back out. Is that true? Yeah, so I wish him a speedy recovery. Well, yeah, I hope you get better. I mean, he's last I knew, he was smoking a bunch of pork butts. I said he dropped a 98-pound box. And of he, pork butts? And he tried to catch it midair, and uh, now it looks like there's an apple underneath his skin on his back. He buggered himself. Ugh. He did the same thing that happened to me. So I mean, he's, he barely weighs ninety eight pounds. Exactly, he's fuck fucked. Carry well. We're on the wrong side for your language. Oh yeah, sorry. Let's give these guys some music. Bleep that, Chandler. This week on Red Dirt Recommendations. Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. One of our Patreons, Brady Minners, sent in. Morgan Wade, Crossing State Lines. Hi, Brady. Hey, Brady. Yet you're the kind of innocence I'd never taste. Now you're crossing state lines, and I'm trying real hard to get over you. You never Good said, song. So this is a rebel song, and he's right. I mean, it's a great song, the acoustic version. I just like Morgan Wade a lot. Good. Girl's good. good. Uh, one of our, uh, one of the guys that uh, we're friends with, he's a singer, songwriter, friend of the show. He's putting out a bluegrass album soon. Yeah. And he sent me a song or two. Let me listen. It is tasty, which I like bluegrass anyways. But you I'm, like a picking and a shit. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, hey, watch your mouth. But I'm excited to uh, to get a release of that because you like bluegrass. I don't think shit's really that bad a word. Really? Mm-mm. Yeah, it is. It's that bad a word. It's one of the big ones. Is it though? Like ass isn't. Ass and bitch are not because they they describe animals. But shit. Mm-hmm. 
is one of the big ones. Yeah, how, it, how many big ones would you say there are? Big no-no words. Big no-nos? Like, like if you're around old people who don't cuss. Uh, mm, three for sure. Three. I'm going to write that down. We'll discuss it on the other side. Okay. This is not the place to do it. <laughs> but three is the answer. Well, I bet you can guess the three off the top of your head. Well, maybe I will here in a minute. This week for my Red Dirt recommendation, I'm going to kick it old school. I'm going to throw it back a little bit. Just because this song happened to come across my phone and I want you guys to hear it. I'm going with Joe Walsh, Rocky Mountain Way. I love Joe Walsh. Hell yeah. That's like a nine-minute song. Well, he doesn't play the whole thing for him. Well, I understand. <laughs> but if you've ever just been going down the road and you're in that you know that right frame of mind yeah. and that comes on, you can really blare some Rocky Mountain Way and really get into About it. About like when Led Zeppelin comes on or Grateful Dead. They may just play for 15 minutes. I don't know if there's ever a time that Grateful Dead comes on that I really get into it. Are you serious? I'm not a big deadhead. My dad's a huge deadhead. Man, they make beautiful music. I like them okay, but not like when you're talking about Zeppelin or Leonard Skinner. Like a free also great band. If Freebird came on, then I mean I'm going to be way more excited than like if uh, you know a, a Grateful Dead. I know there's a lot of people that love a Grateful Dead. Huge on them. I was just really big into Jerry Garcia, man. He was fun. They could just get out there and they could jam and just feed off each other. Of course, they were. High as helium balloons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They could sit there and jam for 45 minutes, and I remember they did it, but they made beautiful music the whole time. (laughs) I don't know. I just always like it. Like I said, there's a lot of people that are big on them. Some people don't like Pink Floyd. I happen to love them. Oh, man. Pink Floyd's one of my top bands ever. Absolutely. Wow, so they're good. Especially if you're just... Yeah, man. All right. This week, coming off the Patreon wire... Our old sleuth, Grayson LaFleur. He wanted to hear Ian know between the count or between the country. We got the farm house burning, watched it burn to the ground. Smoke filled the horizon just two miles from town. There was no need to worry. There was no one who cared. It was a dog den where good men were rare. But with the wheel on the highway for the cold autumn rain out came the pistols and a book full of names thumbing each one who sang out the words facing hard times as an old junkie curse on down between the country with dearly along the road on down between country 
called Grayson Lafleur, our old sleuth. Lafleur, isn't that a sleuth name? An old detective's name? Oh yeah, good. We've had another murder downtown. Give me Lafleur. And he talks like this, eh? Like that that type of detective. <laughs> isn't that a woman you just did? <laughs> no, I things thought, are all wrong here. You say? I thought that was anybody from like the thirties. I don't think they all talk like that in the thirties. You can tell he came in through the back, see? The door's open. The window's broke. There's Why money. do you break the window if the door's open? <laughs> and there's money footprints leading all through the house, see? The money's missing. The daughter's knocked up. You see? And they're always smoking cigarettes, ashing them wherever they wanted? Yeah. Black and white. Different time. I wish that I could go back in time for just a little bit and uh, go to like that era and see what it was like just to walk in wherever you wanted and light a cigarette in somebody's face and just smoke it. They didn't care. Everybody smoked cigarettes. You could just go back to the 90s. Every Not everybody smoked cigarettes in the 90s. For sure in the 80s. You think so? Everybody? Oh, yeah. How, when, what year was it that they found Unless out? you were a loser. What year was it they found out that they were bad for you? I think like the 60s. They, they, just kept, didn't, they didn't believe it. They just kept doing it. Boo shit. Just a man trying to keep me down. Nope. Nope. Not buying it. I find one thing I like. And they're trying to take it away. Yeah, I mean, well, there were still a lot of people that smoked cigarettes in the mid-2000s. Way more than should have. I'm pretty sure anybody that smokes cigarettes for any length of time can tell they're probably not good for you. Because you find it harder to breathe. The next day. Yeah. Is a terrible situation. There's no way you can just wake up and be like, ah, these must be good for me. But you remember the days, though, when you used to smoke? I mean, you smoke on the regular, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Or did you only smoke when you drank? Were you ever a regular smoker? We can talk about that on the other side. Okay, fine. All right, guys. Well, if you haven't already, go download the Patreon app. Tell all your friends about it. Pick a tier, blah, blah, blah. Come hang out with me and Reb. We're going to tell you a bunch of funny stories, and we're going to cuss and say the, the three big nasties. Rooting, tooting, and boot scooting. That's exactly what we're going to be doing over there. So we'd love to have you. If you guys would, uh, just like I said, just come join us. I love you very much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Say, Brandy, you're a fine girl, fine girl. 